November 3. Be part of the team, it's time to come to the aid of America on November 3. You need to be seen, it's time to come to the aid of America. Go to the polls and cast your vote, time to have your say. Let your voice be heard now, we can make such a beautiful way. We can create such a beautiful day on November 3. Welcome to your voting guide by the League of Women Voters. This is Vivian Hart, and I will be your host on behalf of the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. The League is a nonpartisan organization, and we encourage citizens to be informed about and active in our government. We do not support or oppose any political party or candidate. That's why we're nonpartisan. Our goal with this program is to present unbiased information about candidates, the issues, and our voting process relating to the upcoming general election, which is on November 3rd. We are delighted that you've joined us today. I'm going to be interviewing Sarah Schifrin, who is the chair of the Voter Services Committee of the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you, and um, I'm pleased to be here. So I know one of the things that your committee is working with is a new system because of the virus, a new system of voter registration from the Secretary of State. It has to do with a voter registration URL, a special one. Can you tell us about that, please? Yes. Uh, the Arizona State League was the one who was able to get the URL. The Secretary of State awarded so many URLs to the political organizations as well as not-for-profit. So our league on the state level was awarded one of these URLs. And what that means is that when you go to register to vote, if you're going to do it online, which is what we encourage people to do right now so that they can stay at home more, but if you register online, all you would have to do is to click on this URL. And every time you do that, the League of Women Voters gets credit for it. And what is the URL? Is that on our website, the League's website? Yes, the URL is on our website, on the home page. And our website is lwvtucson.org. Okay, great. So if people go to our homepage, they'll see the URL to register to vote right on that homepage. Yes, and they can go directly to the URL. But again, if they would like, they can watch our videos first to help them through that process before they actually do that. Okay, thank you. So we have this COVID-19 virus and the places we used to go to register people to vote aren't even happening right now, many of them. So how are we doing voter registration during COVID-19? What is the league doing? 
Believe it or not, we are doing a lot of different things. We are probably busier now than we are if we can be out there in public at different events. So to name a few of the things that we're doing is, uh, the first thing we did is we created a number of flyers. And those flyers give people the information they need in order to register to vote. And we obviously put on their websites to go to, mm-hmm. but we also put down phone numbers too, because we realize everyone does not have access to, uh, to a computer. So we also put down phone numbers. Now, where we've distributed those flyers, one place we did is whereby people come to the schools to pick up lunches for the children. Uh, the schools were willing to put those flyers in with the children's lunches. So oh, we, that's great. Yeah. And we did the flyer in English and as well as in Spanish, which, you know, because we realized for some people, English is not their first language. So we've had a lot of success in uh, distributing those flyers. We've also distributed those flyers at the food banks. We're trying to figure out where people are already. And that's where we have the point of distribution because we don't want the public to have to go one more place. So we're doing that. We're also distributing flyers. We're contacting the management offices of apartment complexes. That's smart. Asking if we can leave information with them so that when people come into the office, people who live there asking other questions, they'll see information about voter registration. And we have a group of volunteers that are contacting the different apartment complexes and then dropping off this information, a packet of information and either dropping it off or if the management company would prefer, we put it in the mail. We're also reaching out to senior residences and we know that they don't want us visiting, but we're asking them if they need any voter registration materials, if they would like us to do anything online, like through a Zoom meeting, to show them how to fill out a you know voter registration form. So we're doing that. Good. We are going to be doing postcard mailings. And that will start in, in September, right after the time for voter registration, the deadline for that. But before then, we're going to be doing some phone banking. We are encouraging people, if at all possible, to sign up for early voting by mail. And it doesn't mean that you must mail in your ballot. What it does is it gives you that option. If when it comes time to vote and you have the ballot, 
because it will be mailed to you ahead of time. And you're uncomfortable about going into a polling place, a voting center. You now have the option of either mailing in that ballot or going to an early voting center, dropping it off. And when you drop it off, you won't necessarily have to go into the polling center because you have that ballot already completed, already in an envelope, so you don't even have to go inside. So we're really encouraging people, if at all possible, to get yourself put on what we call Pebble Permanent Early Voting List. I'm on it. And I am too. And it's been wonderful. But again, I know there are a lot of you out there who would feel more comfortable if you could actually take vote in person. And you can still do that, but you'll have the ballot already done. And all you would have to do is put it in the envelope and take it to an early voting center, or you can take it on the day that it's due. You are able, if you have had, if you have filled out the ballot beforehand, placed it in the envelope, you're able to go to any voting center then and drop it off. Now, when you say voting center, you mean polling place? Yes, for some reason they started calling them this year voting center rather oh. than voting place. Yes, they changed the uh, terminology. And they can also be dropped off at the recorder's office, I understand. Yes, they can also be dropped off there. And there's a recorder's office downtown as well as one on the east side of Tucson. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to phone people. And we're going to do that starting the end of this week. And we're going to recommend, if at all possible, that you sign up for early voting by mail. And you can do that very easily by going to Service Arizona in order to do that. Or you can go or you can go to the website, the recorder's office, and also do that. And we encourage you to do that right away. You'll get that ballot at least three weeks before the deadline of the voting day, election day, which is November third. So you'll get the ballot in plenty of time and that way you'll you'll fill it out in the comfort of your home. So that's why we're phoning people to remind them to actually do that, unless they're already on the early voting list to vote by mail. So you're going to do phone calls, and then you're going to do postcards. What are the postcards for? The postcards are going to start, we'll be mailing those out after the deadline to register. So once the deadline to register is up, we're going to be phoning people who have registered, encouraging them and reminding them to fill out the ballot and to vote. Because it's not only the fact that you've got to register, you also, we have to follow through, we have to vote. I mean, that's where our power as individuals come from, is the voting. The first step is to register if you're not yet registered, 
And the second step is to follow through and to vote. So we're going to be reminding people about voting, reminding them to complete the ballot and mail it in, or remind them that there will be early voting centers for them to go to so they don't have to wait until November 3rd. And the recorder's office for Pima County will be listing all the voting centers online. In fact, if there's any of you out there who would like to work the voting centers, they could use us. So especially if you're younger and you're listening to this, uh, we encourage you to do that because a lot of the people that work the voting centers are older and they're more at risk for COVID-19. So if you're younger and you can help out at all, that would be wonderful. Excellent. In this election, how are we working cooperatively with other groups and organizations to increase voter registration? Part of what we're doing is we're making sure that groups that we're reaching out to, groups that we wouldn't necessarily come in contact with, that they have all the information they need for their constituents. Uh, We're reaching out to neighborhood groups that possibly have newsletters, and most of those newsletters are online, and we're asking them to put something about voting and right now about registering to vote, and we send them some suggested wordage, verbiage, that they can put into their newsletter. So we're doing that. We're also offering to train non-league members, but they have to be nonpartisan community groups. So we're very willing to train others to then go out and register their members And we do all this safely at a distance over the computer through Zoom. And so far, we've done two of those sessions. And they both have been at the university for the University of Arizona. One's been for sorority, and the other has been for students at the uh, law school. And we're excited about that. Because the lowest turnout for voting, I'm sad to say, is the younger people. So when we can get younger people like sorority members or the U of A law school students to get excited about registering others and we train them and we give them the information they need plus suggestions on how they reach out to others, it means that we're getting the young people more involved. So we're doing that. But any community groups out there who would like our assistance, we do not charge for this. And we have the materials that you need. We send you those materials online so you have a point of reference when you're actually doing voter registration. All they would need to do is to contact me. And they can contact me at Sarah Cott, S-A-R-A-K-O-T, at Ymail, just the letter Y, mail.com. S-A-R-A-K-O-T at Y-M-A-I-L. Dot com, yes. And we'll set something up. 
You're listening to your voting guide by the League of Women Voters. I'm Vivian Hart, and I'm talking with Sarah Schifrin, who's the chair of the Voter Service Committee of the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. What other things are you doing, Sarah? We are taking informational flyers to the different libraries that are open. Uh, We have a brochure that's titled Voting in Pima County. That's in English and Spanish. We're dropping off a number of them, plus flyers, plus some cards with good websites on them to get more information about candidates as well as about how to vote. So we're dropping them off at the different libraries. And again, that's about having the information where you, the public, are already going to be rather than giving you one more place. We're also considering, and we've been struggling to find out more information, but there's a way of having... uh, cars come through an area and handing out information to people too. They've done that in other states. So we're looking into that. Wow. That's quite a lot that your organization is doing. Your committee is doing. That's wonderful. So another question is this, what is the get out the vote initiative and why have we decided to incorporate it into our voter registration this year? Well, we decided we have a number of volunteers who are part of the voter registration team. In fact, we have over 100 volunteers that are league members that work voter registration events. But of course, this year we do not have those events. So we thought, why not take our volunteers who already want to help you the public as much as they can. And instead of just helping people register to vote, we also want to get out there and encourage you actually to vote. So we're doing that in a number of ways. And some of it is by the phoning again. So we're starting to phone now to make sure that everybody gets registered. But then we're going to phone to make sure that you actually vote. Uh, We have cards about reminding people to vote. We'll leave those in strategic places. The postcard mailing will be about reminding people to vote. So those are the things we're going to be doing because we know people get busy. We're all busy. And we just don't want anybody to forget to actually vote. I always say to people, if you don't vote, then you cannot complain. Ah, that's very good. So that's why we decided it just made sense to put the get out the vote effort within the voter registration. And I wanted to put a special call out to women. You know, it's a hundred years since women got the right to vote. Yay. And that says to all of us ladies, this has to be the year that every last one of us votes. 
because we really had to fight for that a hundred years ago. So we've got to do it, ladies. It doesn't mean men can't vote too, but we want to make sure the ladies do this year. Now we are a nonpartisan group, which means that you're going to be sending postcards and calling people of all four of the political parties and independents. So there's Democrats and Republicans and Green Party and Libertarians plus independents. So we encourage everyone to vote, no matter what party you belong to or whether you're an independent, everybody is encouraged to vote. Yes, we're not asking you to vote any particular way. We're just saying, please vote. And so if you get a call from one of us, please don't hang up because all we're doing is suggesting maybe that you would want to put yourself on Pebble permanent early voting list or that it's time to actually vote. And we'll give you some deadlines and some websites to visit because part of what we all want to be able to do is to be educated as to the candidates that are running and the propositions on the ballot. And all we'll do is give you those websites that you can get more information from. Good. One of those websites, by the way, is going to be the state League of Women Voters, the League of Women Voters of Arizona, which is working to figure out the pros and cons of the ballot propositions, what a yes vote means, what a no vote means, and you'll be able to see all that once that is up and running. Now, usually we say that you can return your ballot a week ahead of time. You can put it in the mail and it'll get to the recorder's office for them to check your signature a week ahead of time. Then they forward it on to the elections department to actually count. It may be wise to get it in the mail as soon as possible this time because there's been a slowdown of the mails in the post office. So once you get your ballot, fill it out in the next couple days and then mail it in to make sure that it gets to the recorder's office before the date of the election. Or, like we said, take it to uh, the recorder's office or uh, an election center or an early voting center, all of those. Once you mail your ballot, you can track it too. You'll want to go to Pima County Recorder's website and there will be a link there that you'll be able to track your ballot. So you'll see how it's going through the mail and when it actually gets there. But again, if you're uncomfortable with doing that, drop it off. It's okay to do that. So you make sure it gets there on time. And I always suggest, I mean, I know what I do when I get my ballot. I fill it out either that day or the following day. And then I mail it in because otherwise, I don't know about some of you out there, but I have papers on my desk and oftentimes things get hidden. So I don't want that to happen with my ballot. So I will fill it out the day I get it or the next day. In Arizona, it must be received by the recorder's office by the date of the election. 
Correct. How can someone become a member of the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson voter registration team? The first step would be to join the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. And you can do that very easily by visiting our website. And right there on the home page, up at the top, it will say join. And I want to mention right now, if you're a student, whether high school or college, you can join for a student rate. But you can join online. You can pay online with a credit card. And then every month we have what's called new member orientation. And you'll learn about everything that the league offers. But to join, to be part of the voter registration team, again, you would need to join the league. And then there'll be a training session that you will take because we want you to feel comfortable when you're registering people. And you'll get material, so you won't have to memorize everything, but you'll have the reference materials you need. And then you will be able to register others. You'll sign up for the activities that I've already mentioned, plus we're creating new activities every day. And you'll be able to help with registering people as well as encouraging people to actually vote. Excellent. I want to mention one more thing, and that is if we didn't have the virus and then after we are able to get together again physically, the Voter Services Committee actually is all over in the community. For example, we go to special events like the Book Festival, Tucson Meet Yourself, and the Folk Festival. We are at community events, smaller events, all around the community. We go to naturalization ceremonies and register the people who just became citizens of the United States. We go to schools and register uh, students there. In fact, what we do is we train students to register each other because they are much more likely to register to vote if their fellow student is asking them instead of the league members. We go to the Rialto Theater. We go to senior housing. We go to the mental health population. So we go to many, many different places to register people to vote. If you would like to be involved in that, please do. You're welcome to join the league and to become involved in our program. Sarah, this has been very, very educational. I thank you very much for being with us today. May I mention one more place that I forgot about? Yes, please do. We have three people who teach at Pima Community College, plus another member who was an administrator at Pima Community College, and they're working together to help get the students at Pima Community College registered to vote. Wonderful. That's something new, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. I know there's another service that the League is providing, and that is we have forums with the different candidates that are running for uh, different positions. So we have two coming up on August 22nd and August 23rd. On August 22nd, 
we are going to be having a forum of all the candidates running for the TUSD school district starting at 1.30. And then on the 23rd of August, we are having a forum of candidates in the Amphi School District. So please uh, go to our homepage, which is lwvtucson.org, and on the right you'll see our calendar. So you can click on either one or both of those and register in order to come and be on the Zoom webinar. You'll be an attendee at the Zoom webinar in order to uh, see the forum on the 22nd of the TUSD candidates or on the 23rd for the Amphi School District candidates. Both start at 1.30. So the league is all over the community in different ways in order for us to help people to register and to vote because we know that's an extremely important part of being a citizen of the United States. And please, if any of you out there want to help register people, please do contact me. Thank you very much for listening. You've been hearing an interview with Sarah Schifrin, who's the chair of the Voter Service Committee of the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. Tune in next week at the same time for another edition of Your Voting Guide by the League of Women Voters. You can learn more about the League at our website, lwvtucson.org. You've been listening to Your Voting Guide by the League of Women Voters on KXCI 91.3 FM. All episodes of this series are on kxci.org after they have been broadcast. The show is recorded and produced by Amanda Schauger. Until next time, bye-bye. On November 3, be part of the team. It's time to come to the aid of America. On November 3, you need to be seen. It's time to come to the aid. Come to the aid. Come to the aid.